Again, all you beautiful walruses. I know we're a fucking ugly lot on the outside. Hair around our chins where we're not meant to have it. And that's just the ladies I'm talking about. And we carry a bit of extra girth around the middle. Our teeth are like something you get out of a lucky bag. We waddle a bit and fuck do we snore. That's how we look on the outside. But none of that matters because it's what's on the inside that matters. And what we see in ourselves and in each other that makes a difference to how we love and how we grow. So walruses, embrace all your ugly bits. They're what makes you beautiful in, in reality. They're what gives you your uniqueness. They're what makes you, you. Now I hope that makes sense as you probably fretted this morning in front of the mirror. You're you. You're a walrus and we love you. Give yourself a little walrus hug and get out there to do some fucking damage today. Now on another note, I must say, it's a little weird for me not giving you a daily blast from Gavin's ass. I've been so used to it this year that it might take me a little while to find my voice in a weekly format rather than a daily one. And I know many of you are missing your daily dose too. Now, for the record, this is episode 113 with the Chief Wallers, Gavin Wall. And I just want to let you think for a moment um, about how important it was to, for me to take the massive action I took doing all those daily episodes, which actually almost fucking killed me that put that much effort into them. But because I want you to think about how massive action could apply to your life too. You see, the thing about massive action is that it doesn't have to last forever. Now, this episode isn't about massive action, by the way. But because I'm only speaking to you weekly, little things, you know, have just sort of they, they, they pop into my head during the week. Um, and they're all some of them are all, you know, pretty significant. And it might have and they, they might actually have formed episodes on their own in the past. Um, so sometimes I'll just want to chuck a few things into bite sized chunks and episodes, which may sound a bit random. So forgive me if I jump around a little bit in these weekly episodes. But drilling um, the dailies really made me develop my craft. And for any of you who are thinking, it hasn't moved the needle much. You can fuck away off. But doing it day after day after day, a bit like a sports person does when they're training for the Olympics or something, really gets you to drill deeper and deeper into your potential. It helps you develop themes and develop concepts and get immediate and regular feedback from your audience or from your coach or from your customers or whatever it is when you're doing this stuff day after day after day. Now, there might be more failed ideas and narrative that didn't actually work strewn all over the episodes because I was trying um, this stuff in the glare of the public space, some of which might have been really cringy, but it's the nuggets that you get amongst all of the shite uh, that are the nuggets of gold. Now, for instance, the Walrus Island concept and its sister island, Dickhead Island. The idea that your being, your essence, your identity is based more upon what you think and what you do than where you're actually born, which are huge wins for me from doing this repetitively. Um, like a guy in the gold rush in America sifting through the silt in a river panning for gold. Now you have to pan through some amount of silt or shite to find the gold. 
And I want to ask you today to really think about whether you're taking enough massive action to find the gold in your life. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? You know what I'm going to do? I said I might jump up out a wee bit in these weekly episodes rather than dailies because things just come into my mind and I've only got one chance per week. So I'm actually going to scrap um, uh, the episode we were going to do and I'm going to go completely off on another tangent because we're talking here about massive action and I want to have a discussion with you about this massive action concept because you do hear me talking about it regularly. But I also think that there's sometimes a misconception amongst some of you about what massive action does or what it is. And I'll, I, I don't want you to have that misconception because I think it might be holding some of you back. Now, so when I talk about massive action, I know people's minds immediately, immediately jump to, they immediately think, that's Gavin talking about chopping down the side of a building with the side of one of his flippers. Or that's Gavin jumping out of a hot air balloon with a subway napkin as a parachute. That's Gavin providing a metaphorical shield to protect all of the walruses from some suicide bomber born on Dickhead Island who's gathered together a SWAT team of dickheads to try and sink walrus. And yes, that type of stuff is all really important when it comes to massive action. But it's only one element of massive action. Because massive action isn't always about the glamour and the danger in a way that's probably more... Uh, about it's actually that glamour and danger is probably more about determining those gorilla goals which should be scaring the bejesus out of you. That's where the crazy big thinking comes in, you know, about the goals. But a really significant portion of massive action is taking the consistent action. So taking the consistent action day after day after day. And this is actually where the gains are made towards the glory. Now, this stuff is really important. Now, I'm glad we have segued into this into this rather than doing the episode I was planning on doing because I think this is where so many of you fall down as you try to knock the chief walrus off his mantle with your massive action. And it's not going to happen anyway, folks. You know that, sure. And by the way, I do actually want you to knock me off my mantle. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to inspire you to do that. Look, the idea of others achieving greatness with a little bit of assistance from my thoughts and words and coming back to me as a crown prince, walrus, is very appealing to me and for all the right reasons. But anyway, I'm actually in London here. I've been getting this all done in London at my uh, beloved, my beloved, at a, a Spurs match, my beloved Spurs, and I'm season ticket holder. And I'm here along with two brothers and a friend, so two brothers and a friend. Now, incidentally, my sister, uh, we're all season ticket holders. My sister, incidentally, my sister Claire, who lives in London, and her family, they're all season ticket holders at Tottenham also. And we came over here, uh, come over here regularly uh, from Belfast. That's probably my only real downtime, if I'm honest. Uh, and we had a, a brilliant day yesterday at the game uh, on the first day of the season, beating Aston Villa 3-1 with a late comeback and a brace from the legend Harry Kane. Now, my brothers and my friend are all good guys and they're all having success in their respective fields. And one of my brothers is an avid listener to this podcast and he'll kill me. <laughs> uh, but when we're talking about that consistency of application towards massive action, let's just reflect on this trip um, 
Uh, and it's well, it's been this trip's been the best part of two days um, because of a kickoff time at 5.30 p.m. on the Saturday, which meant we couldn't fly back on Saturday night. And whilst the guys are up in bed at 7 a.m. nursing a few minor hangovers, <laughs> maybe they're not that minor, and don't get me wrong, I'm not having a go with the guys here, but I'm down here at 7 a.m., um, in the hotel, already showered and freshened and really well rested and uh, had just as much fun as they did yesterday and I was alcohol free and I'm crafting out this episode for you now of the Speed Mentor podcast whilst they're n- nursing their hangovers. Now, my brother will be shouting at his face, you fucking bastard, when he hears this and he might have some justification because he's a really good worker, dedicated and does deserve his downtime just like anybody else. But, do you know what? I planned my time better. I was more consistent in my approach. I wanted to enjoy the game and all the matches we go to too. But because I take massive action and consistent action at all times. And as I say, the action isn't just about the heroic stuff. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the heroic stuff. But being in the the depths of a hotel at 7am on a Sunday morning whilst the world slumbers. I'm not taking massive action. I'm just taking consistent action. The action towards my guerrilla goals. The action that will define my legacy. And it takes you day after day after day after day to do this stuff. And another thing I did on this trip to London is that I was a guest on someone else's podcast, Andy Arter. And you're going to hear that next week. You're going to hear that um, podcast episode next week. So when we arrived to Luton Airport... Um, and Andy and his podcast, he has a great podcast show in England and he loves the Speed Mentor podcast. He came to meet me at my hotel before we headed down to the Spurs game and we did an hour long episode for his podcast series, which I'm going to also collab back on to mine. Now, I spent that hour with him um, when the other boys were sitting in the bar having pints and maybe, maybe I'm a boring bastard. I love to use my time effectively, marrying up a little bit of vocation with vacation, turning a trip away with the lads into a trip away with the lads where I suck the marrow from the bone of opportunity at the same fucking time. How fucking good do you think that makes me feel now? That's consistent action, folks. Always, always a plan. Now, people have often trolled me saying, that bastard's always working. He mustn't have time for his family. Now, he might have success, but there must be a huge deficit involved. Now, I call bullshit on that. I see people who don't use their time effectively, aren't consistent in their approach. They're the people who say that sort of stuff to me because I'm away doing this work, so I don't have to do it whenever I get home and I can spend time with my family, um, kicking a football, etc. this evening. Now, uh, maybe reading a book as well. Now, you see, any wannabe hero can make a New Year's resolution to get fit to do the exciting stuff, to go out there and buy the new gear, like the new Nikes, the matching outfit, decide which sexy gym they're going to go to. Yeah, I'm going to join that gym. It's got a few buff women on it, or a few buff men on it, depending on your preference. Or maybe you like both, that's fine too, I don't care. And the endorphins are all firing, and the excess of Christmas is waiting to be moved off your waistline. But how many of you miserable bastards are still there in February, or still there in March, or still there in April, or still there in May, and God forbid there's any of you left in June. Very fucking few, I can tell you that for a fact, because as soon as it's no longer new and exciting, you're way off looking for something shiny, like a half-witted crow toying with a shiny object. 
I think it's crow. I think it's crows that do that, isn't it? Maybe it's not crows. Anyway, you know, you know what I'm saying here. So there was nothing wrong with the idea, the thought, the goal, but where it fell down was in the consistent application, the repetition, the building of the muscle rem- muscle memory, so that the action becomes part of the routine, so you don't actually have to think about it anymore. Now I think a lot of people give up taking the action. Because it's more boring than gorging on the latest set of box films, by the latest box set on Netflix. Now, do you know what I mean? I mean? Do you know what I mean? I know what I mean. Netflix should be paying me a retainer. I've mentioned them that often in this bloody podcast. But you all know why. Because I know where the pitfalls are and what holds so many people back. Think about it this way. McDonald's. Why is McDonald's so successful? Why is it the most successful food business, if not one of the most successful businesses in the world? It's not because it does the best tasting gourmet food. You don't get a wee bit of tartare with your your lovely steak or anything like that. No, it's because they are the most consistent business in the world in their application to what they do. It's the consistency. They deliver the same day after day after day and that's why they have the success. It's the consistency of the application. It's the systemization that they have. Uh, if I can think about, um, let me see, we go for somebody, uh, Arnie Schwarzenegger. Arnie Schwarzenegger, when I'm thinking about consistency, he couldn't lift the most weights. Arnie Schwarzenegger wasn't the strongest man in the world. And uh, he couldn't do the most reps. But go and listen to his autobiography, Total Recall, which I highly recommend. It's about 23 hours of listening and get an audible with one credit a seven ninety nine. Talk about Arnie giving value. Arnie always gives value. Twenty three hours for seven ninety nine. Now Arnie sets a gorilla goal, whatever that, wherever that that gorilla goal may be in bodybuilding or in movies or in business or in politics, and he never deviates from the moment that goal is set. And he takes the consistent action, one step in front of the other, day after day after day, through the drudgery of applying himself to the process to the mundane, mundane stuff until he achieves it and then he moves on to something else and applies exactly the same formula no matter what field he's in. So let's think about this. If you're in the gym, it's doing reps and sets day after day after day well beyond the point at which others get bored. And if he's in politics, he might be kissing babies and shaking hands ad infinitum well beyond when others are sick of looking at other people. He keeps doing the task day after day. So it's often boring, right? This uh, consistent action, it's often boring. It's often inconvenient. It's often as exciting as Donegal on a wet weekend with the children some summer holidays. But that's the difference between the winners and the also-rans. Consistent application through maintenance of motivation And if you don't know what it is you're trying to achieve, if you haven't written it down on a Speed Mentor gold card, Speed Mentor gold card, and if if you don't read those goals out to yourself every night, then how are you going to stay motivated and stay consistent towards your goals? So there you have it. You hear me bang on about massive action all the time, but don't forget that action must be consistent or it will amount to no more than you being average. And I don't think you want to be average, do you? Certainly not if you're listening to the Speed Mentor podcast. I tell you, someone who doesn't want to remain average, 
And that's PNE33. I don't know who signs his name. PNE33, who left me a five-star review titled Just What the Doctor Ordered. And the review goes like this. By far the most relevant motivational podcast I have consumed to date. And even better that it comes from someone with a local voice. Keep up the great work in delivering genuine and authentic content. And in brackets, however, please stop singing. Jesus, man, I hope you didn't listen to last week's episode with the wee Elton John bit. And look forward to seeing what the future has. Now, thanks so much, PNE33, for taking the consistent action of leaving me this five-star review. You've been rewarded with a shout-out on the number one business and personal development podcast in the country. I'm not sure if I've ever told you that much. I should tell you that every week. Um, which other walrus? Which other walrus is going to take the hint and leave me a review too, just like PNE33 did. Or maybe just hit me up on my social links, LinkedIn, Insta, Facebook or Twitter. Now I've also got some other news for you all. This is interesting news. It's the last ever Speed Mentor Retreat and it's happening on the 14th and 15th of September. The last ever Speed Mentor Retreat happening on the 14th and 15th of September when I'll spend two days um, mainline in the secret sauce with just a dozen mentees. Now we keep it down to a dozen to maximise the impact of the secret sauce and so we can really change lives completely. I'll, I'll talk more in coming episodes about why this is the last ever Speed Mentor Retreat. But for now, why don't you make the decision to change your life forever and join me for the last time at Speed Mentor Retreat and learn about the 10 principles of success. So, whether you take the consistent action day in, day out, or whether you join me on the last ever Speed Mentor Retreat, it's all your choice, folks. <laughs>